the keys to marketing. Now, you might have clicked on the episode and you might have seen that keys to marketing and you were looking for the key to marketing, but we're not talking so much about the key as we're talking about the keys, which we'll explain because it's going to be confusing and there's a lot to it. So let's go. This is Marketing Breakthrough. Whether you've been at it for years in your job, you own your own company, you're crushing the side hustle, or you're just getting started, outside perspective is crucial. I'm Jay. And I'm India. And it's time for a breakthrough experience in your marketing journey. Let's get to it. So when I mention keys to marketing, I'm not talking about a specific key, like do this and you will be marketing. Um, talking about the different keys more in terms of options. So thinking of marketing less as one size fits all, we know that there are many, many pieces to marketing. Mm -hmm. We know that there are so many things that can be done within the world of marketing in order to reach your objective. For example, social media, you can do organic posting, you can run ads. And running ads is different than boosted posts. Both could be valuable, but they're different. Um, on social media, you can post pictures. You can post videos. On Facebook, you can just post captions. You can tell a story. You can keep it short and sweet, right? There's a lot of things. So what we're talking about is more the keys to marketing and what that looks like. So thinking of the imagery, a janitorial key ring. Right, we we see the janitorial key ring, and I think that it's fairly, uh, it's fairly iconic, right? Mm -hmm. It's got fifty, a hundred, you know, maybe just twenty five keys. But we're gonna go for for argument's sake, we're gonna go with a ten key key ring, and we're gonna keep that. And what I want to get at is this analogy was given to me when I was talking to somebody within a networking community, a mastermind community that I'm a part of, and they were talking about the janitorial key ring, and how within marketing, if I talk to you about marketing for your brand, marketing for your business, it is, there is a solution. And it might be any one of those keys. Mm -hmm. So it might be the first key that we grab. It might be the fifth key that we grab, and it might be the 10th key that we grab. Um, and so just like if somebody gives you their key ring and says, hey, can you go open my house, right? And you're fumbling around, you're trying to figure out the key, you're trying to figure out which ones fit the right locks. In the same way, we're trying to figure out what the key is in order to unlock the sales for this business mm. and drive more towards this particular business. Thoughts? Well, I, I mean, my natural thought is, well, what are those keys? Like, I want to know what each individual key represents. And because I know a little bit more about uh, where you're going and the direction you're taking is naturally, then my thought is, well, a key then represents one of those things. But there are so many bits and pieces that, I mean, it would be like a key that opens up many more keys. <laughs> but I, yeah. you know, I love the argument. I love what you're talking about for... Um, just that using that imagery to kind of simplify things is saying that, you know, if you stick to these keys or these categories, um, then you can find some success. But I also love that you're focusing on um, uh, the fact that 
it could be the first one you try, the fifth one you try, it could be the last one you try. And you really never know, um, which is something that's, it's so frustrating or it can be frustrating in the world of marketing, but it can also just be uh, the reality. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because every business is different in the same way that every person is different. So you can have things that work, but that work in one location or work for one business, but they don't work for another. Mm-hmm. Restaurants. One restaurant decides to do a happy hour promotion and it goes really, really well. Mm-hmm. Another business can try to run that same happy hour promotion, exact same hours, exact same discounts, and they get no business as a result of it. Mm. Right? It wasn't because one of them was wrong. It just didn't fit the demographic or it didn't fit that uh, audience. The, yeah, yeah. The audience, the location. So it was a key. They both had the same key ring. They tried the same key and one of them, one of the key one of the keys opened up their front door. One of the keys did not. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. You got to scrap it. You got to try over. Start over. Um and try again. But it wasn't it wasn't failure. And I think that's the the common question of like, well, we tried that. It just didn't work. We're done. Mm-hmm. But in terms of marketing, you can't look at it that way. And, and being in marketing and having the experience that we do in marketing is that we're aware of that. You mm-hmm. can't just say, well, that didn't work. Nothing will work because that's not the case. You have to try that next key. So that restaurant, they're... Their happy hour special, their happy hour promo worked really well. It went 2 to 5 p.m. Went, it was really successful. The other one down the street, maybe they have a, we'll call it a more, um, maybe a more white collar audience. So, so the blue collar audience worked really well at from 2 to 5 because they were starting work at 6 a.m. And so they were off by 3, 3.30 p.m. And then they were able to go and enjoy happy hour. Mm -hmm. Whereas maybe the white collar audience is working nine to five. And so by the time happy hour starts, it's not even an, or by the time happy hour ends, that's when they're just getting off work and they don't have time to get there. And so anyway, these keys as a whole, I don't have a, a specific definition for each key. We could dive into that. We know that there are different areas of marketing. Well, I was thinking we could just take a minute to kind of uh, deepen the conversation and kind of explain on what, uh, like my first thought for a key would be, you know, social media or um, like, and these are really general keys. Because every time you use one of these keys, let's just keep going with the key analogy (laughs) every time you open a door you fall down a rabbit hole of like social media and then all that is social media. yeah there's so many options but that's why i said it was like a key to many keys to more keys and more keys oh my so we're trying to keep it real elementary yeah super simple here um just because otherwise we'll get lost oh my gosh yes i'm already confused um but I think that, you know, you you could label a key as social media. You could label a key as um, print media, you know, sending out mailers or running advertisements. Um, you could label a key as uh, videography or, um, or photography would be another one. Um, you could also label a key as like business to business, like networking. Um, there's just so many different options. And I mean, I could go through all of them, but I... I would assume that we've gotten the point here is that each key 
it focuses on a category, but those keys are really a different set of keys for each individual business. Cause we have to yeah. recognize that, um, you know, if you're, if you're working on a completely digital format, sending out print mailers, that does not really apply to you. And so you wouldn't even have that key on your key ring. Yeah. And, and I think that, that you can, every analogy breaks down. To oh, absolutely. We're going to, <laughs> you can, you can, you can beat the dead horse. Like you can, you can go down that rabbit trail and you can keep, uh, destroying the analogy as much as you want to. Um, but really we're using an, an the analogy for the sake of helping to understand. And, and what we're getting at here, what we're talking about is that one size does not fit all. Mm -hmm. One solution is not the solution. Yeah. Um, to, to bring in another analogy, what is the perfect car? A car that gets incredibly great fuel economy and can haul large loads or heavy trailers. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't exist. But it's also subjective. Yeah. Recognizing that it's the perfect car to each individual person and, you know, your perfect car is going to be different from mine or from, yeah. you know, someone else's. Yeah. And, but, but even in like, I just combine, you know, b between the fuel economy and the, the truck that has towing capabilities is that you know, those two things, fuel efficiency and towing capability, they don't generally go hand in hand. No, they don't. You're going to lose out on one to get the other. And, um, you know, the, the perfect house, I want a house that's, that's very, very efficient. Now, now builders are building homes that are more energy efficient now more than ever. However, a 600 square foot home or a thousand square foot home is going to be much different in its fuel or in energy efficiency than a 6,000 square foot home. Mm -hmm. And so which one's perfect? Well, it depends on the, the, the uses and the needs. So when we get into the keys of marketing is that they're not just, they're not necessarily just specific keys. There are, are key subjects. There are key areas that, that you were starting to identify mm -hmm. social media and photo and video and, um, and your print media and your web presence. But, but really what we're getting at is that if, if somebody says, if somebody's asking the question of how do I reach more customers? How do I reach more clients? Well, there are, there are a number of answers. There are a number of possibilities and we have to start trying the keys out in order to figure out which one opens the treasure chest, mm -hmm. we have to figure out which one's going to be the most beneficial and the most advantageous. We don't want the key that's barely cracking the box open. We don't want the key that's not even fitting into the lock because they're, because it's just not ever going to work. We want the one that is the perfect fit, mm -hmm. but we might have to go through a few quote unquote, failed attempts in order to find that. Actually, this reminds me a lot of the uh, blog article that we just released and just talking about how the first starting point is to constantly, and I will hammer this home forever, for the rest of my life, is who is your customer? Who is this person? Who are these people? Like, what do they like? What do they enjoy? What's different about them? Because something that we all know is that people change. The world changes. There's really no consistency when it comes to humans. And knowing that then, you know, when you were saying like uh, talking about the keys and you know where to begin and which one to start with is the first thing that you do even before you pick up the set of keys is to know without a shadow of a doubt 
who your customer is. And Mm -hmm. if you already knew, because I know those of you that are listening, because I do this exact same thing is like, oh, just get to the good stuff. I already know who my customer is. But if you have not sat down to discuss who your customer is in over a year, it's time to do that again because people change in a year. I know the world can change in three months. I mean, we just saw that uh, with all of 2020, but it's so fast that things can change and shift to recognize that it is so important. It's vital to make sure that you know your customer and whatever key that you use is going to speak to that person directly. Uh, One of my favorite people, I think I've referenced this before, but I'm going to mention it again. He said that when you know who your ideal client or ideal customer profile is, and you have that built out and you talk to those people specifically, they are already 20% more likely to say yes to whatever it is that you're selling just because of who they are. It's such an easier sell. And it's something that's so important to take advantage of because you're, you're just leaving money behind by not trying. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're leaving that money on the table and you need to, to identify who that person is that you're, that you're aiming at. But I think these, these keys, the, with the analogy is that you can, you can fumble through and you can, you can go through, but then you can also use tools that are going to make your life easier. For example, there's the, you know, Continuing with the key thing, in order to make your keys easier, there are color keys. There are uh, little colored rubber wraparounds that go around the the key. There are ways to, you can use nail polish to paint a key, right? There's all these tools so that when you're fumbling around with your keys and you need to get into your home, you need to get into your, your woodshed, you need to get into a building, quicker you can identify which key is which. And in the same way, as you run things, as you're doing tests to figure out what is going to be the most beneficial for your brand, for your client, then you are you are, are making notes of that. So we're going to run, you know, do A-B testing of we're running this ad and we're running this ad. Okay, A works better than B did. We're going to file that away, Mm -hmm. but we're going to try another series of A, B ads. And then we're going to, okay, found out that A works better there. So then we're going to go AA testing. And, and so the, the key ring with each set of keys that you, that you use to open something, there's going to be another set of keys that then you're going to have to figure out and discover. And it's, it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Um, actually, and and I, I think actually real quick, I want to clarify because struggle makes it sound like a negative struggle can make it sound like it's not good, mm-hmm. but um, it can be, but enjoy, enjoy that journey of it because it's, it is kind of fun. And when you have that breakthrough experience and you get through and you're able to identify that, Hey, this is exactly what we needed to do. That's amazing. Yeah. No, and it's encouraging. I, I think that there were a few thoughts that just kind of popped into my head was that, um, first off this, when you use the word struggle, I think that it, it points out that marketing as a job needs to be recognized as it is really, really hard. (laughs) And people, because social media is in the hands of every single person, people, 
if you tell them that that's what you do, or, you know, you post on social media and that's part of your job, they instantly think that you have a really easy job. And those of you that are required to post on social media for your business, or, um, maybe you're working as a marketing team, or maybe you are, uh, you own an agency or you run, uh, or you run social media for a big group of clients when you have to think creatively about what you're going to post and how it appeals to somebody else, we all know that moment when we freeze up. <laughs> I sure do. Like that's, it's so hard. Cause you're like, uh, I don't know what to say. I feel like I've already said this, you know, and you kind of go down that list. And so recognizing that it is a struggle, especially, and I'm not just talking about social media, but all of these things, because you're thinking about how it will relate to someone else, which is a really hard thing to do just in general. Um, but to do that and to ensure that it's going to make money is, you know, that's the biggest thing. Um, but then to, you know, go deeper into your point is the talking about how, um, how it can be a struggle and how these keys are, they are so important, but you never really know which is the right one. You, you make that educated guess. And we, we've talked about that in the past as well. But uh, the thing that I want to bring up here is that marketing we've talked about this before lots of times is that marketing is a trailing indicator. It is something that follows you. You find those results after the fact it's, you know, you're, you're putting yourself out there and you're saying, okay, you know, we're going to try this. We think this is the right direction. And you don't really know if it's going to be a success until the results are in. And that's later. Yeah. Because, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just something, it's just a truth about marketing that has to be accepted mm, is yes. that it's a trailing indicator. So if you are, you're running, running marketing campaigns for your company and for the brand, um, you know, you own it or you're a, an employee and you're running the marketing and let's just say, for example, your boss comes to you and says, Hey, we need to up our game here. We need to run ads for this product. We have an abundance of it. We need to get it out the door because it's going, it's got a high margin on it. We need sales. We need to be able to funnel these things out the door so that we can get more products or so that we can get some cash in hand. Mm -hmm. And you say, all right, well, I've got a few ideas on how to do that. And their, their question to you is, okay, well, you've thought through this. You want to run ads. You want to talk about it. You want to do a video. Okay. Does it work? I don't know. I don't know. And that's the, and that's the answer. Unfortunately is based on statistically speaking, based on the numbers that we have based on this. Yeah, it'll work. But Marketing is is a difficult place to, I'm almost going to say, to stake your job on, mm -hmm. which is which is a struggle because that's what we that's what we do is we we work with people and we are we are staking our job on providing them with great insight mm -hmm. and we've worked with some amazing clients that have said we want like the long term play we don't necessarily need need results tomorrow or mm -hmm. people that have said yeah we we understand but but building in that understanding of this might not work mm -hmm. this is the best proposal we can come up with at this given moment to present to our ideal customer we think it will work mm -hmm. but we won't know until after we've spent x budget 
to make sure or to try it. <laughs> well, marketers, I mean, those of you that have worked as a marketer in a professional situation, and that could be even those of you that are, you know, business owners that you've just managed the marketing by yourself. Um, speaking to you right now is we all know that moment when your boss walks in and the pressure is laid on thick and you have to come up with these creative ideas in order to save something. It always feels like a full on rescue situation. And, and it's, it's stressful. And I mean, (laughs) stress is like the enemy of creativity anyway. So, um, you know, you have those moments and, and it happens and you're like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we going to fix this? And you come up with this idea and it's like that moment where your boss is like, okay, I'm trusting you. I hope it, I hope it doesn't screw or you don't screw it up. I hope it doesn't fail. And you're just like, um, okay. (laughs) And it's, it's terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Because, because this moment has come down to how well you know your stuff Mm -hmm. and marketing is so important. And, and one of the things that we try to do is help you to give you, to resource you with tools and ideas in order to be that resource hub so that you can say, okay, this is what I'm learning about now. This is what I'm understanding. Or that even you have the language to take back to the leadership team and say, this might not work. And here's why I was listening to Jay and in India talk about this and here's why it might not work. But based on the research I've done, I'm confident, I'm fairly confident that it will work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that trailing indicator is, is, uh, it's a tough piece and there's, there's ways to get live feedback and to get real time results. But they're, that the real-time results generally are not going to um, apply to they're Instant not going sales yeah they're yeah. not going mm-hmm. to to negate the trailing indicator mm-hmm. um, and so anyway back to back to the keys because I want to I want to touch on that as we're as we are in this conversation is the key you know, the, the, the key ring to get through this set of 10 doors and then you, you get in there and then you're given another key ring to get into another set of 10 doors. And then you're given another key ring for that door to get into another set of 10 doors. And, and it is, it is a journey and it is a, a, a process. There is a system to it. There's, there can be a systematic approach. Um, we're not trying to run at the marketing with a shotgun. We're not trying to mm-hmm. hit like, all right, let's fire and let's see what we hit. We want Use to- Use all the keys at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not trying to to throw all the keys at the doors and hope that they work. We're <laughs> trying to- we're trying to go in slowly now that, and there's a time and a place to, to open all those doors and to, you know, to dive in and, and we want all those things, um, working and we want all of those things, uh, functioning. Mm-hmm. We want at the same time that we're doing social media, we want a website. At the same time that we're doing social media, we want, um, you know, maybe we want some graphic design and mm-hmm. some print material and, and so they're they're working together, and we'll we'll dive into that more um, in a further episode about all those things working together. But we're not looking for a shotgun approach of like let's throw a little bit. We 
a little bit in so many directions. We want more of a a sniper approach. We want something that's a little bit more or a bit more refined. Mm -hmm. And okay, this is where we want to go. We've done our research. We've narrowed in the target, Mm -hmm. and it's it's not broad anymore. It's pretty narrow. We have an idea. We can focus in right here, and I think that we can hit that if we do A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And again, this comes into outside perspective is crucial. Mm-hmm. We want outside perspective. Actually, I wanted to add a little plug before we continue on with the the outside perspective because I, I love the direction that we're going. Is I wanted to mention that when we say do your research... <laughs> And I I speak to myself here. This doesn't mean a quick thought process of, oh, this is what they're going to do. This is what they're going to respond to. This will work. This is great. No, that means like get together with a focus group. Um, Don't ask your friends. Ask somebody who's actually a part of that ideal customer profile. (laughs) Um, Make sure that, you know, you're you're going out of your way to recognize that part of your marketing budget includes research. And it is so important to use that to go out of your way to talk to people that would be interested in, in your product or in your service and, and reaching out to them um, to get that feedback. Uh, you know, maybe it's a survey. Maybe it's uh, a poll on social media, something as simple as that. People that are already following, following you and you just you want to ask these questions. They are very important to just take the time to do some research before you just fully jump in. Yeah. So with outside perspective, that is another great way to research. Uh, It's not just, you know, you're not just asking, you know, such and such person that, you know, down the street It's recognizing that outside perspective has to be somebody that, um, is qualified, um, has wisdom and knowledge in the area that you're asking these questions. Um, all those things, those pieces are, they make outside perspective valuable. Yeah, I th- and I think that that outside perspective can come from multiple places. Mm-hmm. Say, say you're a, a a hair salon in town, and you've got a a best friend that has uh, been by your side since elementary school or high school, and this best friend goes to your salon every time they get their haircut, and which is great. You're so thankful for that support. Um. And their feedback can be useful and beneficial. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely ask because you're going to get um, response. But they have never, with a slight caveat, but they have never received your marketing or been a recipient of your marketing efforts, right? Because they supported you when you were in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So now they're just supporting you because you've been best friends forever and they're not necessarily a an objective view Mm -hmm. and yeah you want those fresh eyes if you marketed well they would come and support you if you marketed poorly they still might support you and they still might love you and they still might be your best friend right and so it's not so yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's not that they're a, a an invalid resource it's not that they're not useful uh, but they might not be the they might not entirely fit into the ideal client or ideal customer that you're trying to aim your marketing mm-hmm. towards 
and uh, they're absolutely valuable to your business. They probably talk about you word of mouth more than just about anybody else. They, they you know, celebrate. They post photos of their hair after, after you get done cutting it and all that stuff, uh, which is amazing. But they might not be the best resource for where are we spending our marketing dollars. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> because the way that they were attracted to the business is very different than anybody else that's going to be attracted to the business. Mm-hmm. So you need that outside perspective, asking somebody, asking somebody in a a community of people and saying, you know, being able to say, Hey, you have a restaurant too. Have you ever run a promotion on drinks? Have you ever run a promotion on doing a free side or whatever it is so that you can gain that perspective and for somebody to go, I tried that. It did not work for us. Actually, I just had a conversation with a client, a past client this week, and she had mentioned that she just joined a mastermind group. And then she said, are you a part of one too? And which I love that, you know, we are, and we, we love it so much. Um, but she, she paid to join and it was this very large investment. And I, I was so excited for her because I recognized that there's so much value when you say, nope, this is worth it to me. I'm going to listen to what they have to say. I'm excited to receive this so I can grow to that next level. And as she was explaining that how excited she was, she was saying that, um, she, she can't wait because she has the opportunity to ask other people that are in the same industry that she's in. And to be able to say, hey, what about this? Or have you tried this before? And while they may not have exactly the same audience, uh, she can still take in the uh, this kind of outside perspective uh, to be able to discern what the next keys are to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think and sometimes a lot of times those, those masterminds are. Uh, masterminds that are made up of the same industry are valuable. Mm-hmm. Masterminds that are made up of very diverse industry are highly valuable. Mm-hmm. And so that's where um, mastermind that we're a part of, there's one other person that does what we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've gleaned a lot of wisdom from him as well. And um, at the same time, I've gleaned so much wisdom from the people that are in outside industries that would use us as a support mm-hmm. for their businesses. And they've given a lot of value, mm-hmm. um, a lot of valuable feedback. And they've been that outside perspective. And it, it, and it's so helpful because things that I never would have thought of, questions I never would have thought to ask. And they're saying, hey, Jay, what, if, what, if, what does it mean when you say, X and then I can respond and say, you know what? I've never even had that answer. I've never thought about that, but Mm -hmm. thank you for, um, thank you for the feedback. And, um, so anyway, I think that as we, as we go through those keys and, and every time I think about a janitorial key ring, um, and the more that you listen, the more that you'll hear references to the office, but is the episode in the office where, where Dwight, has the key ring after he buys the building mm-hmm. and I've already thought and, about it like four times while we're talking here. Jim starts adding <laughs> keys onto his key ring and can't, Pam can't help herself from laughing mm-hmm. and in laughing, then Dwight looks back and sees what he was doing. And he said, no, oh, it's just going to be a little Christmas present to me. I was going to add a couple keys every week until his pants finally fell down. Cause his belt couldn't hold all the keys that he had. <laughs> and, uh, and in the beginning of the episode, he Dwight walks over and 
and has the key ring and he says, more keys, the more powerful the man. And <laughs> Jim responds with, yeah, janitor said that. <laughs> um, but anyway, just uh, such such great, valuable content we mm-hmm. get from The Office. Oh, man, it's good show. All these years later. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, outside perspective. What are those keys? And and there are certain certain keys that you know for those first those first few doors, those first five ten doors um, that your business focuses on. I think they're they're valuable. I think that you need to open every single one of those doors, and you need to start walking into every single one of those doors. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's the key rings that lead to the doors behind that that are are where you're starting to figure things out mm-hmm. where you're starting to experiment a little bit. Um, and then where you kind of get into that trailing indicator of, okay, this is our calculated risk. We're, we're, we're betting the farm that this is going to work, <laughs> but we'll see. And, uh, anyway, don't actually bet the farm. I wouldn't recommend that. Um, also if you're not really, really, really sure that it's going to work, I would not recommend to bet the farm, but just encourage, get some outside perspective for yeah, sure get some and outside. be encouraged. You know, it's, it's really hard to, uh, put yourself out there like that to, to say that, you know, this is what I think it's going to be. It's an educated guess. But if you have somebody that stands behind you and agrees with you that actually, you know, has a right to do that, like they have wisdom and knowledge in that area. Um, like for example, when one of our clients says, this is the direction I want to take um, my business. This is how I'm marketing myself with my team. Jay, is that a good idea? And Jay is able to say yes or no, or maybe provide some solutions or no, let's pivot to this direction a little bit more because it speaks a little bit better to your ideal customer. And those things are, I mean, it's amazing because you see there's encouragement behind that, um, a risk really it just it feels risky um and so then you can feel a little bit more confident and know that you're taking the right step or at least the most best step yes i just said that <laughs> the most best step most best step there we go um, <laughs> but it, it just it's helpful to at least feel like you're not just being alone wandering around trying to come up with the best solution so now you can choose the most best one <laughs> the most best step it's kind of like the next right thing but mm-hmm different. Marketing Breakthrough is a resource hub designed to provide a fresh perspective and tools to implement your next breakthrough idea. To access other resources or book a coaching one-on-one with India or myself, check out marketingbreakthrough.co.